Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish Podcast for Independent Minds. The next general election presidential poll you see will almost certainly be inaccurate. Not because today's projected percentages for President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump won't match what goes down in November. That's a near certainty. But rather, because the majority of polls right now just list those two candidates in a voter disillusion year where most states' ballots will feature at least five and maybe six. So writes Matt Welsh, the editor at large for Reason.com, in an essay that is in all my social media and made the cut in today's newsletter. He joins me now. Matt, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for bringing on, Michael. Appreciate it. I appreciated the uh, the shout out. A lot of folks are, are picking up my exchange with RFK Jr., as well as my prior conversation with Angela McCardle without pr- providing credit, frankly. So I love seeing when somebody says, hey, it's actually Michael who brought this up. I think this is a huge issue, not just Bobby Kennedy, but all of the candidates. And that's why I was so happy to see you do all the research and and write about the field. When people hear that they may there may be five or six, they're probably thinking, well, who else is there? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, uh, Jill Stein from the Green Party. She hasn't secured the Green Party nomination yet, but she's clearly the front runner, having had name recognition. And the Green Party is going to be on... Uh, they say more than the 30 ballots that they had last time and closer to the 45 ballots that they were on wow. in 2016. Um, so it's going to be her. The Libertarian Party, which has a three-consecutive bronze medal streak in uh, the presidential race, which, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not the most in the world, but it's, we haven't seen that since the Socialist Party in the 19th century. So and they have a huge... Um, advantage over all other small parties. They beat the Greens in all 50 states, at least two uh, elections running. They have three times the number of, of people registered to the party than the nearest competitor. So they'll have somebody. You might not have heard of them, but uh, you know you didn't hear of Joe Jorgensen last time around, and she got 1.2% of the vote. And then obviously Bobby Kennedy um, is aiming to get on all 50 states. And you might get no labels in the fray, and no labels has a lot of money and they've already secured ballot access in 14 states, which is ahead of the game for where a lot of third-party independent places or candidacies have been. And they just need to decide whether they're going to run, which they're going to allegedly do after um, Super Tuesday. Uh, when the field clears out, they're going to decide whether they're going to go through with it or not. But they could be on 32 ballots as well, looking for a sort of a centristy Joe Manchin 
uh, type of person is, is their kind of profile. So that's going to shake it up because, you know, everybody knows that this is an incredibly unpopular choice ahead of us to match the, the Trump-Biden rematch. Everybody hates. Um, and so the usual discipline that applies um, that suppresses uh, third-party votes, which is that people are scared um, and they, fl- uh, they go towards the person who can stop the bad guy from happening. Um, I think people feel a little bit less scared. It's the first time since 2016 um, that the, I think the conditions have been good for a third party or independent presidential candidate. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. You interviewed Ballot Access News editor Richard Winger. First of all, what is Ballot Access News, and what did you learn from him? So if you care about these issues, and I've been following this since I covered the Nader campaign in 2000, um, he is absolutely indispensable. All he does is he covers every little thing to do, having to do with the ballot access from the perspective of uh, someone who's interested particularly in increasing the amount of political competition out there, but also just if you want to follow the status of the various lawsuits having to do with trying to kick Trump off the ballot in certain primary states, um, he follows that there. Uh, so Richard Winger, as always, his, it's an online little newsletter, but also it's a, a, a monthly print Thing. And he has a, um, uh, a chart that's really handy for anyone who's interested in this. Like, what is the deadline for the next state to decide who's on the ballot? Uh, how many signatures are required, um, whether they're a, a political party or whether they're an individual candidate? He's got all that table right there in front of you. So what I got from Richard Winger is a, re- is a 
kind of a reconfirmation of something that I remember from last time around, which is that if you have money and you're an independent candidate, you can get onto all 50 states. You can. It's a, it's a solvable problem. Um, it's a lot more difficult for smaller parties, which generally do not have money. Um, so the, it's very expensive for them to get on the ballot. They still do it. I mean, the Libertarian Party has been on 50 states plus D.C. for the last two elections um, and close to it for most of this century. It's hard, but they have to spend a huge amount of their mind share and timeshare. If you have money, and Bobby Kennedy's sitting on $5 million, and his super PAC is sitting on 15 right now, million dollars, uh, you can throw money at the problem and hire people to gather the, you know, one million uh, uh, signatures required if you count them all up uh, across the country. You can solve it. So um, he, re- he reiterated that, and he also expressed some uh, preliminary uh, sense of being impressed with the Kennedy operation because they basically circumvented the need to get 250,000 of those signatures by forming political parties, because one of the things that normies don't understand is that it absolutely varies from state to state. The requirements are so arbitrary. In California, if you're an independent candidate, you need to get 219,000 signatures right, ballot, uh, uh, on a petition, which means functionally that you have to get many more times that, 300,000, because they're going to be uh, challenged. Um, and if you form a political party, that's only 75,000. So he formed political parties in six states to circumvent that. In, so in, other, words, in other words, Bobby Kennedy, and this is in your reporting, he formed the We the People Party in California, Delaware, Hawaii, Mississippi, and North Carolina, as well as the Texas Independent Party. And then you say in some states like California, independent candidates have a much larger signature gathering requirement than parties 219,403 to an estimated 75,000, according to Ballot Access News. In others, such as Idaho, the ratio is reversed, just 1,000 for independents and 17,000 for parties. The takeaway from my perspective was, as you've just said, it's a real patchwork. Every state is different. And therein lies perhaps the attraction to RFK of seeing whether he could simultaneously be the libertarian candidate. Yes. So... I don't know if attraction is the, is the right word. I think parties are keeping open their options. My sense from watching him uh, on your program and seeing the way that he's discussed this in the, in the past, he doesn't look like he's necessarily all that enthusiastic about it. Um, his people are not interested in it, like the ones that are doing his campaign. They're kind of issuing a flat no to it. But listen, if, if a party that is just sitting on all this ballot access says, hey, come to our convention, yeah, you're going to show up to that convention. And he's been going, he's been making the rounds to libertarian-ish organizations and conventions for a while. He went to Freedom Fest last year. He went, I think, to Pork Fest in, in New Hampshire. His gatherings that I've been to as a weirdo, um, uh, now Bobby Kennedy has been to as a presidential candidate. Um, he's going to the California Libertarian Party convention in a couple of weeks, as is Cornell West, who's another person who's out there trying to get ballot access although I'm kind of bearish on his ability to do that. Um, so, yeah, he's keeping it open. I think he would face a really difficult fight on the floor, having covered several Libertarian Party national conventions. You know, Gary Johnson, who's a two-term popular uh, Libertarian uh, Republican uh, governor of New Mexico, had to fight like the Dickens 
to get a Libertarian well, Party but, nomination. Matt, Matt, the, the, Matt, the question is, and, and look, you're, you're from Reason, so this is right in your wheelhouse because you speak to the Libertarians among us. In the end, do they want purity or practicality? Would they rather run someone that America has never heard of who might be a pure Libertarian or go with a name who gives them half or two-thirds of a loaf? If I'm a betting man, yeah. I'm betting on purity. Really? Uh, part, yes, partly because um, the people who now have, there's been some internal sort of fights within the Libertarian Party, and the side that won those fights, led by Angela McArdle, um, ironically enough, um, they came to power in, um, uh, out of a collective sense of revulsion um, that, that the party nominated for vice president in 2016, Bill Welt. Right, For right. precisely the same things. It right. took him... Several ballots to get the 50%. You need 50% of the vote on the Libertarian Party floor, and they, it's ranked choice or whatever. They kick the, the lowest person off the ballot as you go. Um, it was really hard for Well to get that nomination, and everyone on the other side is saying, hey, look, what do you want, practicality, name recognition, or do you want purity? Um, so those people who, who won that fight are now the ones who are kind of being uh, open to Bobby Kennedy, which is, an interesting irony. Um, libertarians are weird people, man. Um, they're my people. Uh, I don't belong <laughs> to the party, but uh, but like uh, there's they're in it for two contradictory impulses. Um, fundamentally, always it's like, are we in it to win it? Are we going to get seventy million votes, or are we going to get one million of the most hardcore votes and like turn them on to this new idea? So, and that tension has always been in the party. So your intel is that he's not outright saying no when someone like me asks him on a platform like CNN or here on Sirius XM. Uh, he wants to just keep that door open, see what's happening, but he's not. He's not actively courting the libertarian vote. Is that a fair way to say, or endorsement? I think that the person who's courting in this relationship is Angela McArdle of the Libertarian Party, um, because she sees it mm. as a shortcut right. um, uh, to ballot access, because they're, they're going to get fewer than they did the last couple of times around. The which, libertarians. You know, get, libertarians are going to get fewer uh, state ballot qualified. Right. So they're, they're probably not going to make it in New York and Illinois which is the fault of New York and Illinois, largely, especially New York, the way they changed their rules. But also that looks bad for the new leadership of the LP. So, and, you know, they have to put so much of their time and money into getting ballot access. If you have Bobby Kennedy, you just sort of wave the magic wand. You don't have to worry about that uh, nearly as much because he has money and name recognition and can, and can work on it himself. So, yeah, sure, it's a nice shortcut. But I, I tell you, man, I've been to a lot of those conventions, and he would have a hard time given his past because he's way has way more anti-libertarian uh, ghosts in his closet than Bill Weld ever did. Uh, so that would be a really tough sell. Okay, well, I, I respect your view and your knowledge of the situation. I figured that that all of all of that for which he takes heat in some quarters for his vaccination stances might help him with libertarians. That's where it's- I thought the play lie. Absolutely. At that, um, uh, and also his position on Ukraine, which is more in line yes. with a sort of radical right. anti-interventionism, but um, he's super pro-Israel, and the same people who are very anti-intervention don't like that at all. They're, uh, they're, uh, they're upset about that. And his environmental record and his free speech record is very spotty. I mean, he was calling for the corporate death penalty against people um, and organizations 
that you know didn't basically agree with his views on the on climate change um that seems a little bit extreme so he would have to deal with all of that and then, you know it would be a, a, a several day affair of him being insulted by the party that maybe would uh, <laughs> I need to watch nominate this. him right i need to watch this okay yeah. let me let me ask one more important question of matt welsh who is the editor at large for reason so in the end in the end, you're saying what? Bobby, either as a libertarian, but more probably as an independent, Jill Stein, maybe no labels and some elements we haven't focused on or gotten a lot of attention. But there's going to be some action out there in third party candidacy. I want to hear you respond to the, the thought that in the end, this all benefits uh, Donald Trump because his base is secure and anybody else out there doing anything is going to pull more from Biden. We don't know that. Um, I think if you looked at uh, Jill Stein and Cornell West, who, when they put five people in the polls, they're getting 2% each, which is more than I would even expect it. That's left-of-center vote. And I presume that's left-of-center vote that's upset with uh, Biden's uh, stance, particularly on Israel. Um, and so that's kind of interesting and worth uh, monitoring going forward. All these polls collapse the closer you get to Election Day, for sure. Uh, we don't know what the attraction to RFK is. There, I think he would get a lot of DeSantis votes, right? People who liked DeSantis because he was more hardcore on COVID than Trump was. Uh, Trump's record on COVID is, you know, like everything. It's very erratic. Right. You could look at him one way, right. and he was great. And if you were in another way, he was horrible on it. Um, so uh, for those people, and also for the people who vote for Trump, just from the sense of, like, I want to sort of, like, break stuff up. Yep. Um, these are the, like, uh, yeah, Kennedy doesn't match up, and he says crazy things sometimes. But you know what? The crazy is kind of good, um, because the existing status quo, which this election between two geriatrics would sort of ratify, um, is just an extension of that. We need something a little bit crazier. So I think he gets that vote. And is that vote Trumpy? Some of it definitely is. Right. How many people do you know who voted for Trump just because they're tired of everything um, and like wanted to hold up a mirror to the political system and said, you, you know, you think that we're deplorable? Look at this. This is this is what we think of you, this person here. So I think RFK gets some of that. The polling, I think, is sort of mixed right now when you say when you see have him in it on um, the same polling uh, company. Um, and then take him out. Um, it just it's like a couple of percentage point uh, 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 change on the gap between Trump and Biden. So I think it's early uh, stakes right now. OK, and you know not, what? You, you're not you throwing your lot with the conventional wisdom. No. And, and also, like, it, votes don't belong to parties. That's just <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody's my vote belongs to nobody. Um, so if you are going to run people that I don't like, I'm not going to vote for them. It's pretty easy. Um, and you can't just bring up two hysterically unpopular, historically unpopular major party candidates and say, well, you have to vote for him because otherwise we're going to have totalitarianism. If you say that for the 75th time, people are going to absolutely tune it out. And that energy has got to go somewhere. And right now it's not being expressed in the major party primary campaigns. So I predict it's going to be expressed in some way with third party candidates this year. Going to be exciting. Matt, that was excellent. I'm glad you wrote the piece, and I appreciate your willingness to discuss it. Thank you very much, Michael. I appreciate it. Presidential ballot will be crowded with third-party candidates, he writes. Go and check that out. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide, and in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Among the battleground states in the last two cycles where Trump was a candidate, only in Georgia, in one of those cycles, did he break 50%. That was really a significant comment to me because it reminded of how locked he is. And maybe this was your your point number two, that there's a finite audience for Trump out there. And when I then factor in what Matt Welsh just had to say, which is that there's going to be a lot of activity on the right, maybe five, maybe six uh, third party candidates. I think it's I think it's a, a problem for Biden because Trump's got his Trump has a hard time getting home to win the election. And I think that the the combination of these candidates is going to eat into Biden more than it's going to eat into Trump. I know the argument says, well, RFK Jr. has got some rather conservative viewpoints. He looks a little like DeSantis when it comes to vaccines and so forth. I still think on balance that the more who are in the pool the better it is for Trump because he is locked anyway, and the worse it is for Biden. Sorry, I got long-winded. Do you want a quick response? Just, yep, very fast, if you don't mind. Um, so there are a number of Republicans, I think. I'm, I'm doing this by um, by guess, I guess, um, that don't want Trump to win, but they're not going to vote for Biden. So if you give them a legitimate independent vote, Maybe I don't know. I don't know, Zach. Zach, I don't know. A a Haley, a Haley. uh, And thank you for your phone call is a Haley voter. We just had New Hampshire. Let's put it in terms of New Hampshire. Is a Republican Haley voter in New Hampshire or an independent who voted for Nikki Haley in New? Are they going 
for Joe Biden or are they going for the menu of third party candidates? Maybe you're in that category. Maybe you're someone who's who's looking forward to voting in Nevada for Nikki Haley, even though the primary doesn't matter. Or you're going to vote for Nikki Haley in South Carolina, even though she trails significantly behind Donald Trump. Let let me just open the floor and say, if you are someone prepared to cast a ballot for Nikki Haley, and if it's Donald Trump who wins the nomination, I don't think you're voting for Donald Trump. Maybe you are. Maybe you come back to the Republican fold. Tell me where that Haley voter goes. Do they go back into the Republican mainstream and vote for Trump? Do they vote for Joe Biden or Will their head be turned by one of these third-party candidates? That's a good question. You can call 855-486-1776 and answer it. Matthew, greetings to you in Nevada. What are you thinking? I would vote for, I will vote for Haley in the uh, in the primary, and I would vote for no labels if she doesn't make it. Okay, well, there, um, there's perfect. Like, you're, you're, my, you're my lab rat for, for this issue. I, you're, you were right there on hold. I, I think that, uh, I, unfortunately, and I, I am independent, um, which is why I won't vote in Nevada because I can't, but I would uh, if I could. But I would vote for Haley for president. Uh, I believe that no labels and RFK will unfortunately um, split the vote that could matter that would finally break the two-cycle system. That, that's, that was my comment. Are you equipped to give us the 30-second briefing on Nevada? My my understanding is uh, that the primary is meaningless and that the caucus is everything. That, 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 and therefore, Trump stands the prospect of being embarrassed, theoretically, in the primary because he's got the caucus wired, but that Haley, there's a prospect that she could do well. I don't even know what that means in the primary, but it, it wouldn't amount to votes. She, ha- she she spent no time here, therefore has no traction. Trump will run away with Nevada. I don't even think it's going to be no, close, no matter no matter whether it's primary or caucus. Yeah, I don't I don't think it matters. Yeah. I really do. I, I don't. I mean, I think caucus could be a little bit different, but in the end, the way the way this is set up now, she spent no time here. She she just bypassed it. She she's she's got no shot here. Well, I mean, look in the in the end. In the end, that's what tells the tale. By the way, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. What, what tells the tale is where are they spending their money and where are they spending their time? I don't think that the Trump campaign, and and if you know otherwise, you can tell me so, I don't think the Trump campaign is on in South Carolina right now. You know, the candidates always tell you how optimistic they are. I'm sure Nikki Haley would tell us that she's optimistic, that she's you know going to shock the world, and but... If Trump isn't spending anything there, then that tells you he's not worried at all. And conversely, if she's not traveling to Nevada, then she doesn't think she's got a shot there either. Robert is in Portland, Oregon. Hi, Robert. Greetings. What did you most want to say? Hi, Michael. Hey, I actually think a third party can win. Um, I'd like I talked to you a couple of weeks ago. I sent you my article um, on the website. I, I think a no label, uh, I'd like to get on no labels. I mean, I'm running for president. Oh, right. Yes, party, I remember. Not, yes, 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 yeah, yes. The, the 99% movement is an independent movement, if you read my article. It was not given to Barack Obama. It's not a democratic movement. If people were able to read this article, I could give them 
history from 1999. I've been running for president for years. If I had got in the public, I'd have a bunch of artists uh, backing me, and I think even Taylor Swift would. Robert, you're the you're the Harold Stassen of presidential candidates. Do you get that reference? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm I'm not known, but uh, I would have a chance. I could beat both of them. He was also a university president, as a matter of fact. Good trivia. Robert, thank you for that. Good, good, good luck in your, uh, in your campaign. We appreciate hearing from you. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.